Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. Okay, I'm seeing a lot of U of M Wolverine players sign their entry-level deal, and I'm seeing Ken Johnson sign his. I'm seeing Owen Power sign his. I'm seeing Matt Benier sign his. And Luke Hughes still has not signed his entry-level deal, and I think it's time for him to do so. We have a lot to discuss in this episode. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Chucky, play-by-play announcer, and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. So a couple things have been swirling around the University of Michigan hockey program the last couple days. And no, I'm not talking about them coming up short in the semifinals a couple days ago to the eventual champion Denver Pioneers. I'm talking about a few key players signing their entry-level deal. So you got the first overall pick signing his entry-level deal, which is Owen Power. So he is set to join the Buffalo Sabres very soon. Then you got Ken Johnson signing his entry-level deal with the Columbus Blue Jackets. And then you got um, Matt Benier signing his entry-level deal with the Seattle Kraken. Now, it raises the question, when is Luke Hughes going to sign his entry-level deal with the New Jersey Devils? Now, here's the thing. We already had an idea of what Luke Hughes' mindset was going into the draft and going into his freshman year at the University of Michigan. He was set on doing at least two years at U of M. And I respect his decision, but I really want to make this pitch to him and just say, maybe it's time for you to sign your entry-level deal and join our team next season so that way you could play for the Utica Comets. Maybe you can make the roster, whatever the case might be, because I think Luke Hughes is ready to join our team and sign his entry-level deal. And here's my pitch. Okay, so I'm going to go back over the offseason. So for any of my religious listeners, you probably... Uh, recall this before the draft I talked to Jack Summers Jack Summers is a senior defenseman for the University of Michigan program he talked about Ken Johnson he talked about Matt Beneers he talked about Owen Power he talked about all of his former teammates who are currently playing in the NHL and he talked about how the team was very set on just reuniting and getting the band back together for one more season to try to make a run for the national championship. Unfortunately, U of M fell short in the semifinals. They lost to the Denver Pioneers in OT. And yes, I know losing at that stage is always a tough pill to swallow, especially since the University of Michigan were the number one seed. So they were the favorites to win it all. But at the end of the day, the Denver Pioneers, like I said moments ago, ended up winning the entire national championship. So I guess U of M could sleep better at night knowing that they lost to the eventual champions. But the point that I'm trying to make is that Summers, during our interview, during the course of the offseason, before the NHL draft, he said the reason why the team was so head-bent on bringing uh, the, the unit back together was just because they felt as though COVID kind of took something away from them. They were unable to participate in the national championship due to COVID. So they just really wanted to reunite everyone, bring the band back together, and just try to run it again and, and possibly win the national championship, obviously, Fate has it that they didn't win it, and I know Luke Hughes is big on maybe returning to U of M for another year before he signs his entry-level deal, but I think it is time for Luke Hughes to join the New Jersey Devils organization because I'm seeing Powers, I'm seeing Beneers, I'm seeing Johnson, I'm seeing 
all those guys signed their entry-level deal. And it raises a question, why Luke Hughes? Why are you taking so long to sign your entry-level deal? Or can you at least ponder the fact saying that maybe it's time for you to leave U of M? Because my question to you is, what good is doing another year at U of M going to do for you? Like, how is it going to benefit you? Because, you know, you got some other guys who are forced to stay in college or play overseas to take their game to another level. But like I said a couple weeks ago, I said that Luke Hughes was always in the running for some of these uh, Big Ten awards. He was always getting a lot of recognition and he uh, has performed head and shoulders above my expectations because this season he has appeared in 41 games. He has 17 goals, 22 assists for a grand total of 39 points. And the one thing I want to highlight is his plus minus because he has a plus minus of plus 26. Why am I highlighting that? Because one of the issues that Luke Hughes had going into the draft was that, you know, despite him being good on the offensive side of things, he is a defenseman at heart, and sometimes he gets a little too jumpy on the defensive side of things, so uh, his opponent is able to blow right past him, and, you know, sometimes it puts him into an unfavorable position, but at the same time, you know, the fact that he has a plus-minus, it does show potential, and it does show growth, because when he was playing for Team USA, he appeared in 38 games, he had 6 goals, 20 assists for a grand total of 34 points and a plus minus of plus 11 so you see him take his game to a whole nother level after just one season so my thing is like why do you want to go back to u of m are you trying to win another national championship what good is that going to do to you like you know at the end of the day you know winning a college national championship is great and all i know you want to build a legacy at u of m and you know i talked to one of his teammates over the summer and uh you know jacks told me that one of the reasons why they wanted to return was just because you know they felt like COVID took something away from them but at the same time why are you uh acting like a dog trying to chase its tail you know what i mean just like you're going around in circles and you're not really growing you're not really developing and i feel as though luke can uh benefit so much more by playing with the Utica Comets and developing his game there and possibly winning a championship for our AHL program. I feel as though that can do so much wonders for him because look at our Utica team, guys. Like we, They've already clinched a spot in the AHL playoffs. Like they, They've clinched their uh, ticket to the uh, Calder playoff series. So, you know, it goes to show you how great Utica has been this season. And we've already known this because they went on like, what, like a 12-game win streak at the beginning of the year. And they've, they've put their foot on the gas pedal and they haven't looked back since. So Utica is a great program uh, for a lot of our young guys. You know, some guys have developed well, like Alexander Holtz. Some guys are a little behind the eight balls, like someone like Nolan Foote. But at, this, at the same time, I just feel as though you put uh, Luke Hughes uh, in, in the AHL, I feel as though he has the same trajectory. I feel like he has the same star potential as someone like Alexander Holtz. Because if you guys recall, Alexander Holtz kind of struggled at the NHL level for the few games that we gave him. Albeit we didn't really give him a favorable position to try and succeed in. But, you know, that's digressing a little bit. That's beside the point. But when you put Alexander Holtz in the AHL program, when you put him... Uh, on the Utica comments, he's able to take his game to another level and it makes us excited for him next season. And, you know, we're, we're already talking about like, could he be paired alongside with Nico Heizer on the top six and take the New Jersey Devils to that next rebuilding process that we so desperately are yearning for. And I feel as though Luke Hughes can kind of do the same thing, which is, you know, will he succeed at the NHL level right away? 
No, I don't think so. I don't think he'll take that huge of a leap. But the fact that uh, he took a huge leap from playing for a Team USA to now playing at U of M for, for playing on one of the best college teams assembled in recent years, I feel as though Luke Hughes you know, has that same trajectory as Alexander Holtz. And I feel as though he is ready to try to you know take his game to another level, play with a different team, and try to pursue a championship at the professional level. I don't think he needs to you know get a college championship because, look, I get the reason why they wanted to bring everyone back together. But at the same time, you know, you tried and ultimately you failed. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And there's no shame in that. Like, you know, I get that you you formed a special group. I get that you were the first seed. I get that there were high expectations. You got to the Frozen Four. Unfortunately, you lost in the semifinals. But at the same time, it's like, you know, is it really going to be the same team next year? Like, what good is that going to do you? I feel as though you need to strike while the iron is hot right now. If you have this momentum like you're having, Luke, you really need to take it to another level because who's to say that, you know, maybe you you won't have the same season as you uh, did this year? Because my, my thing is like, you know, what if U of M performs poorly? What if you take a step backwards? I, I feel as though in order for him to take a step forward, he needs to go to that next level and, you know, have the right development. And that's not a knock at U of M. You know, they've put together a very good program. But at the same time, you know, there are no professionals. And I feel as though if he's around professional players, if he's around, you know, future NHL stars like himself, if he's uh, competing with uh, grown men at the NHL level, I feel as though Luke Hughes can really take his game to an even higher level. And I feel as though that's what he needs to do in order to succeed. So that's my overall pitch to uh, Luke Hughes. That's the basic overall structure, which is, you know, I get that you, you're head bent on returning to U of M. I get that your initial goal was to spend at least two years there. But at the same time, I really don't think it's necessary for you to do that second year, especially when you see Power, Beneers, and also Johnson sign their entry-level deal. Because if you guys recall, uh, three of the first uh, four draft picks in the previous NHL draft were all uh, products of the University of Michigan, including Luke Hughes, who was committed to play there. So my thing is like, you know, the team won't be the same. That's my thing. And also it's just like, I think it is time for you to uh, join the New Jersey Devils organization and just help your brother uh, shapeshift the organization because I feel as though he is ready to take that next step. And, you know, he doesn't have to be like his brother where he goes uh, and skips college and then goes straight to the NHL. Well, he can't right now because he already completed his freshman year. But you get what I mean. We could take our time with him and develop him in the right direction. And I feel as though the, the, the best case scenario for him is to sign his entry level deal, join our team in training camp and just see where he's at in terms of overall production. Could he be like Dawson Mercer and make the uh, opening night roster? Could he be like Alexander Holtz where he's going to need some time in the AHL to uh, develop his skills? I don't really know, but I can assure you that I think Luke Hughes is going to be something special in this league and uh, him being a, a two-way type of player. I, I, I really am looking forward to what he could do for our blue line because right now our blue line is heavily inconsistent and Uh, Sometimes we have good outings, other times we don't, and I feel as though getting Luke Hughes gives you more options. For right now, obviously, he would be playing on the bottom four, but if he's able to, you know, stay on the same path that he currently is on now, I feel like the sky's the limit in terms of his overall development. So that's my overall pitch to Luke Hughes, and I'll talk a little bit more momentarily, but first, it's time for the first library this morning, and it comes from a partner that I literally use every day. So I started taking AJ1 because I wanted to be happier, I wanted to be healthier, I needed the energy that I needed to take on the day, 
Also, sometimes I have trouble sleeping at night, so it kind of helps with my overall sleep cycle. So you're probably wondering to yourself, what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AJ1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all things. So here's the thing. Like I said... Uh, why do I personally consume it? Like I said, I'm just trying to be happier. I'm trying to be healthier. Uh, you know, when I take it uh, in the morning, I feel good. I feel like I'm ready to, you know, tackle on the day. So that's why I take AJ1. So uh, here's some health facts. It's a lifestyle that is friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything, while still tasting good, supports better sleep quality, and recovery supports mental clarity and alertness. It's one thing that uh, I like about Athletic Greens. It uses the best of these products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition with just one scoop and a cup of water every day that's it no need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash nhl network again that is athleticgreens.com slash nhl network to take ownership over your health and pick up ultimate daily nutritional insurance you like i said it's time for you to take control of your health once again Okay, so I have one more aspect to my pitch to Luke Hughes in terms of him signing his entry-level deal with the Devils. Look at our overall prospect development in more recent years because I feel as though the Devils are on the right track in terms of just getting the most out of the players they draft. You know, you can look at Nico Heischer. You can look at uh, Jack Hughes. You could look at maybe someone like Alexander Holtz, who's sort of the future. You can look at Dawson Mercer, who had his name in the Calder Memorial Trophy race early on in the year. We have a lot of great young talent, and I think Luke Hughes would benefit well by just being in that same environment because, you know, you would be the focal point in that overall development because we know how important you are to the future. And like I said um, a few minutes ago, I said that uh, Luke Hughes could be very beneficial on our blue line because right now it's wildly inconsistent. And I would actually like to see you know, Luke Hughes develop alongside someone like Dougie Hamilton because the the fact of the matter is Dougie Hamilton is still somewhat young in his career. Um, you know, yes, he's bounced around a couple times, but at the same time, I feel as though Hamilton just has a lot of room to grow. He's only 28 years of age. He'll be turning 29 uh, this June, so uh, we're a couple months away from that. But anyway, I'm just saying like, you know, Dougie Hamilton is a superstar in the making. I feel as though he can win a Norse Trophy and I feel as though Luke Hughes could potentially maybe, if he cleans up his defense a little bit, like I said, controversial take, but I feel as though Luke Hughes could put his name into the Norris Trophy uh, at some point during his uh, time in the NHL because I feel as though he has the overall tools and development to just be an elite defenseman at the NHL level. And right now he fits the modern NHL, which is the NHL is very big on two-way defensemen. And, you know, it's one of the reasons why, you know, you see someone like P.K. Subban start to fizz out in the NHL right now because Subban has not adapted to the new style of the NHL and where it's going in terms of direction. And I feel as though Luke Hughes is the epitome of just having a, a player who's a defenseman who can, you know, work both ends of the rink. 
So I feel as though, you know, if Luke Hughes really wants to develop well, just look at our overall, uh, you know, development of our more recent prospects from forwards to uh, defensemen and, you know, pay no attention to the goalies because that's not important. That's irrelevant. We'll fix that a little later. But still, uh, you know, just look at our overall development in the AHL because our AHL program is through the roof, guys. Like, like I said, we got off to a very hot start at the beginning of the year, and they've already clinched a spot in the playoffs. They punched their ticket already. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what the Utica Comets could do come playoff time. So that's something I'm also looking forward to because we have a lot of young talent down there, and it's really starting to come into fruition. And here's another player that I'm really excited about, and he is sort of my X factor going into these next couple games because we got the Coyotes, then we got the Avalanche, and then we got the Kraken. It is Fabian Zetterlin because I feel as though Zetterlin really benefited well playing next to Nico Heizer because, you know, um, he was able to have two assists that game. And overall, he was able to just, you know, make himself look a lot better out there. And he looked a lot comfortable. He was close to getting a goal in a more recent game. And I'm really hoping he does get a goal uh, before the season ends because he has a crazy celebration. So I am yearning for that. But the point I'm trying to make, and, and here's another uh, aspect to my pitch to Luke Hughes, which is like, you know, the young guys know how to develop one another. Like, look what Jack Hughes was able to do to Sharon Govich. Look what he was able to do alongside with Dawson Mercer because Dawson Mercer was kind of on a drought and, you know, Jack Hughes was able to get him going once again. Sharon Govich got off to a very slow start into the season. He was able to jump kick it into a new direction once Jack Hughes returned from injury. And then you got someone like Jesper Brock because, like I said, Jack Hughes does not have the season he is having if it's not for uh, Jesper Brott and his overall development and taking it three steps even further. So Nico Heizer, same way. So my thing is the young guys know how to develop one another. And this might be controversial once again, but is it safe to say that Ty Smith has started to pick up his game uh, lately because he's starting to show glimpses of what we saw last year? Like, you know, I, I get that Ty Smith has been having sort of a down year, but in the previous game against the Stars, he was able to score. Then uh, the game prior against the Canadians, he was able to score. And then uh, a few days ago against the uh, Florida Panthers, he was able to get an assist. So is it safe to say that Ty Smith is somewhat back and starting to develop in the right direction? You know, I don't think that's all that uh, subjective to say. But, you know, I'm just saying based on more recent games, I feel as though Ty Smith is starting to uh, pick it up himself. So my overall thing is like even if a young player is down, the young players know how to pick up one another. And I feel like Luke Hughes can benefit well because they're all relatively, you know, close to the same age as him. So, you know, it, it would be sort of like playing at the University of Michigan just with more experience and a lot more talent surrounded by you. So I feel as though Luke Hughes can benefit well by playing with his brother and his band of misfits and just, you know, bringing it all together because the Devils are known to getting diamonds in the rough. They're known for just developing uh, you know, uh, some surprising players in her AHL program. So I feel as though Luke Hughes can really benefit well if he uh, joins the Devils ASA now. Now, before I give my final thoughts and wrap up today's episode, I want to give you guys the second and third library this morning. First up is betonline.net. So betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. Go Tigers! BetOnline is your continued source for all your sport wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, NASCAR, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Please remember to gamble responsibly and visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your betting needs there as well. 
And now, the third and final live read comes from our friends at Built Bar. So, Built Bar, the thing about it is, this time of year, I pretty much have given up on my New Year's resolution. I, you know, we're kind of almost halfway done with this year already, but not this year. Uh, I love the puffs because uh, it helps me keep on track with my resolution. If you haven't tried it, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting protein bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors yummy cinnamon churro coconut marshmallow banana cream pie so good these flavors are going to be your new favorite all built bars are covered in 100% real chocolate yes puffs included 100% real chocolate low calorie high protein replace your candy bar with these they are better a typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories go to builtbar.com and scroll down to the macros chart and you'll be blown away most built bars contain 130 calories four grams of sugar four net carbs and 17 grams of protein they have all sorts of flavors including mint brownie coconut coconut almond and new this month white chocolate cookies and cream they are all delicious and new flavors are coming out all the time if you think a flavor might be good they'll make it it'll be delicious and it'll be good for you and it like i said they'll try to make new flavors every month i don't know how they do it but somehow some way they find a way to make it delicious so the offers go to built.com use promo code locked 15 and you'll get 50 percent off your order again use promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at built.com Okay, so my overall thoughts on Luke Hughes is, you know, I don't know if he's going to sign his entry-level deal. I don't know if he's actually pondering it. I don't know if he's deciding uh, whether or not to, uh, you know, possibly sign it. But at the end of the day, I feel as though he would benefit well if he did sign his entry-level deal because, you know, it would be a perfect situation for him. It gives him time to develop and uh, you know, whether he plays for the Comets, whether he plays uh, for the Devils, I feel as though whichever, uh, you know, aspect he decides to uh, go down on, I, I wish the best for him, whether he returns to U of M for another year, whether he decides to sign his entry level deal and join the team. I don't know what the case might be, but I would love to have him here. I would love to see him at training camp this upcoming season. But like I said, uh, that's my overall pitch to Luke Hughes and trying to get him to join this team. And now, uh, before I wrap up today's episode, uh, the next three games for the Devils, they're going to be somewhat interesting. So that game against the Dallas Stars kind of opened my eyes for the Devils. Look, look, I get it. I'm not trying to read too far into one single game. But at the same time, it's just like, look, we got the Coyotes, then we got the Avalanche, and then we got the Kraken. I fully believe the Devils can swipe at least two of those games because the thing, the fact of the matter is I don't think we're going to beat the Avalanche, but I, I don't think we have that miracle left in us. And then you got the Arizona Coyotes and you got the Seattle Kraken, both very bad teams, but then again, we're a bad team ourselves. So if the Devils can just keep up the momentum and just overall just uh, keep riding Dawes' hot hand, uh, then I think the they, they can overall just uh, do much better and put up that same performance that they did against the Dallas Stars because the... Here's the thing, guys. We were able to compete with a team that was hungry for a playoff position. We were able to, uh, you know, keep them off the board for the most part. And we, we competed with them hard. Even if we lost that game, the you, you cannot deny that the hard grit and determination was there. So if we could keep that same mentality for at least the Kraken or the Coyotes, the Devils should have no problem getting two of those three. Because I fully believe now since they've gotten their act together, they've gotten their head screwed on straight, they were able to finally get that win. And I, I just really hope they're able to ride that hot hand a little bit because, you know, that game against the Canadians, that game against the Bruins, and that game against the Panthers was downright ugly. So I'm just hoping, I am hoping, like, like I said, I am hoping, I am not predicting. I'm hoping the Devils can keep that same momentum that they had against the Stars 
and then, uh, you know, keep it going against the Coyotes and then a few days later against the Kraken. But, you know, against the Avalanche, I I'd say there's little to no chance. So hopefully that game is just not a massacre. But those are just some of my final thoughts. I'm just trying to give you guys some hope just because I feel as I'm one of the more optimistic Devils personalities out there. So let me know what you guys think. Let me know what you think about Luke Hughes and his overall situation. And also let me know, do you want him to sign his entry-level deal or do you just want him to stay at the University of Michigan? I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts. So if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment down below. If you're listening on a podcast streaming service, hit me up on Twitter at TreyMatt4 or uh, the show's Twitter page at LockedOnDevils. I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts. As for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you guys today. So thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode, hopefully covering a Devils win. Thanks for listening once again.